Welcome back to the program. Glad you're with us. Bill Michael Show, we continue on. And uh, this portion of the program brought to you by good friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. If you were looking for a window, if you're looking for a door, if you're looking for an entry door system, patio door, whatever it happens to be, uh, good people. They got all kinds of different choices, too. They got two different types of uh, budget-friendly and economical vinyl. Then they have the Impervia, which is really strong. It's like a really, really strong um, fiberglass window. And then there is the wood windows. And from contemporary to tra- uh, to traditional, they've got it all. And they look good. They match the interior. They have different hardwares, sliding screen or sliding windows, roll screens. They've got all kinds of innovations. Whatever it is you're looking for. Uh, and, oh, by the way, you get the value back in your home uh, if you ever decide to sell your home. It is, they're just fantastic. So get a hold of our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And uh, by all means, um, g- you know, give them a shout. 855-PELLA-WI, 855-PELLA-WI. Right now, uh, through Pella Windows and Doors, the ad that they have through the end of the month, or the deal that they have through the end of the month, is uh, 18 months, no payments and no interest, or 300 bucks off each window, 700 bucks off of a entry door system, or $1,000 off of a patio door. So check out uh, check out Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Again, 855-PELLA-WI, 855-P-E-L-L-A, 855-PELLA-WI, or go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. There you go. Um... Mark says, uh, again, uh, the whole thing about um, Metcalf, and, and I I have not heard anything specific from any reputable source that says that the Packers are pursuing this. Does it mean they're not? No, of course not. I'm sure that Brian Gutekunst right now is doing his due diligence to try to, you know, to try to, uh, you know, figure out whether or not they're going to be able to find a trade for a, a top-notch wide receiver, and you got to look at a team that may not be contending, that may be in the midst of a rebuild. That's what you do. So I'm sure they're looking around. Absolutely, 100%. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, feel free, and we'll talk more about that coming up in a little bit. In the meantime, uh, let's get to the phone and talk to our guy over there on hold, the guy that has the story about uh, Devontae Adams that came out in the Journal Sentinel today, Tom Silverstein of the Journal Sentinel joining us. Tom, how you doing? Good, good. How are you, Bill? Good. Uh, so let, let me ask you this, because I read your story, and my very first thought was if Devontae kind of that, that, that chasm was really big going into the season, it didn't get any smaller, Devontae didn't want to come back, why did Rodgers say he was waiting on Devontae? Why do you think? I'm not really sure. Uh, maybe he was hoping that he would change his mind, or I think Rodgers knew um, at maybe the point that he was on one of those McAfee shows that Adams was pretty um, adamant about wanting to go to the Raiders. And, you know, franchise tag might have bought the Packers some more time and and maybe they convince him to stay. So maybe that's it. But I don't know that for a fact. I honestly don't know why he said that. Uh, but he did know that Adams's preference was to leave. So uh, 
you know, he he ended up signing his deal anyway. The uh, now, you know, the Packers obviously have to move forward. So no Devontae. They are back and forth as to whether or not uh, MVS uh, could end up back in the fold. No Equinemia St. Brown. Uh, what do you think happens? Do you think they uh, are out there right now doing dil- dil- due diligence, trying to make a trade? Yeah, I think they probably are. I think they're both looking at the free agents who are left. They're exploring trade possibilities. And I think they're going to invest a lot in the receiver position in the draft and, you know, see if they can get a Justin Jefferson type guy who can help them right away. I think that's primary, but I don't think they're going to try to find Devonte Adams. I mean, they're, they're not going to find Devonte Adams. They have to find a way to uh, spread his contribution out uh, into various sources. So, you know, this re-signed Robert Tanya, and that's going to be uh, someone that they're going to rely on once he's back from the ACL. Uh, you know, they're going to rely heavily on their run game. And then they've got to, they got to get some receivers with some explosiveness and go from there. Looking at the, the 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 depth of the draft, and I'm hearing a lot about obviously first round wide receivers, and they keep talking about how deep this is. I don't see a lot of guys that are going to be big impact players. I see maybe seven at the top, and after that, there's good receivers, but nobody that overwhelmingly stands out. So you would assume, if if I'm you know if I'm reading the tea leaves correctly, they're going to either one make a deal to go out and get a number one, and then find another receiver or two in the draft, or they trade up and. They really like stock equity, Tom. So do they, because it's more of a go for it now or in the next two years type of situation, do they go for it and, and, and trade up, do you think? Um, I think it, it really depends. The problem is, is there's not like a Jamar Chase type guy who you know immediately is going to have an impact. He's just that good. There, there's just not that guy in the draft. So the the wide receiver class is good probably after the first round, maybe second round, third round, fourth round. And then they've made a living out of getting guys in the second round, and some of those guys have contributed right away, including Greg Jennings and Adams, um, Nelson a little bit, Cobb. I, I think that they will probably just have to weigh – uh, the situation. The thing we don't know is who do they like? You know, do they like Chris Olaf for for instance? You know, a guy with blazing speed and good production and a real good a smart football mind. You know, is that the kind of guy they like? Maybe they don't like him. So we we don't really know. And I I don't think they're going to. Um, I I think they're not going to team the two first rounders to move up. I think. To move up, they might take the first one of the first rounders and maybe one of their other picks, maybe one mm-hmm. of their other um, fourths, or maybe one of the seconds, and try to move up. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was an impact defensive player, you know, if it was an edge right. rusher or a defensive lineman or you know someone who can push their defense to the next level. 
I, uh, I was just saying that I think uh, the top three things that I could look at would be obviously wide receiver and then an edge rusher, a defensive lineman, um, maybe a little more offensive line depth, but I don't think you need to go high in the draft for that. But uh, and beyond that, I, they're pretty solid. How do you like speaking of interior lineman, Jerron Reed? How do you like the Jerron Reed signing? I think that's a, a solid signing. I, I think he'll give them uh, he, he's experienced. He gives them experience. He has some, you know, third down pass rush ability, but he gives them uh, a little more flexibility. And they they frankly had to replace a guy like Kingsley Kiki. He was in their rotation. Uh, They got down on him and decided to let him go. And so they, they had a void in their rotation. That doesn't mean they won't take a defensive lineman, but they like Slayton a lot. He's really athletic. So they have some numbers there. Lowry's still there. I don't know if they'll bring back Lancaster. Uh, I, I think Reed could help them. You know, it kind of depends on what kind of shape he comes in and if he's motivated. The uh, the other, the rest of the defense, bringing back Rasul Douglas, I wasn't sure that that was going to happen, but bringing him back and giving them depth in the secondary, I think a really, really solid move. Do they have more secondary depth that they would like to go after, or is that just basically through the draft, do you think? Yeah, I think it would be through the draft. I think they're in pretty good shape in the secondary. Uh, they've got, you know, three starting corners, which how many teams have that? I mean, really starting uh, caliber corners. I, I do think you got to keep drafting corners. I think you could never have too many as you know, they, they found out they took Stokes and that turned out being probably the best thing they could have done because Alexander got hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think they're going to bring back Chan and Sullivan. So they will be in the hunt for a corner. Uh, it's just, there's not a lot of need for that guy to play right away. The uh, the contract that was given to Tariq Hill after this is after Devonte signs. Um, I mean, I know Con- Devonte was looking for the money. I mean, I'm sure he's probably sitting there going, "What the heck?" at this point. But it was a, for people that don't understand. I was trying to explain it early. It was a different situation because the Packers knew Devonte wasn't coming back. He gave them basically one option, two options. He wasn't either going to play or he was going to go to to Las Vegas. There wasn't an option there. Whereas the Tariq Hill signing and what went on there was because they had choices and they had him under contract, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, if you look at the compensation, I would take what the Packers got for Adams over what um, Kansas City got for Hill every day of the week. Uh, You can't – a first and a second uh, is extremely valuable. And so I think think it – you know, Kansas City got a lot of picks, and those fourth-rounders are really going to be valuable in this draft, but I still would want to – first and second and as for for pay you know adams is 30 years old and he knows that and his agent knows that and Mm -hmm. you know they're banking on a three-year deal make as much as they can and where hill is you know he's still in his prime and you know he could be around for a number of years so i mean that's kind of the difference as to where the salaries came in what made things so irreparable for Devontae and the organization? I don't think it was irreparable. I think it was, uh, here's a guy who's age 30. Uh, He's played 
you know, great football here. Green Bay was in a situation where, um, from a cap standpoint, they were tight. From an uh, uncertainty standpoint, all during the season, they had no idea whether Rodgers would be back. And I think um, Adams had no idea what Rodgers would commit to even after the season was over, he didn't know what Rogers was going to commit to. And I think in his mind, half of it was, you know, I put in all the risk in playing this season without a new contract Packers, either you pay me, you know, uh, a ransom or I'm just going to go play where I really know I'm wanted and really feel comfortable and I'm closer to home, and I'm playing with my best friend. You know, I think he chose um, comfort at the end of his career. He he took what he thought was the best situation for him. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a shame that he wanted to go, and now what the Packers have to do, especially in a year. Is there really right now, Tom, when you look at this team, everybody feels like they're right on the cusp of winning a Super Bowl or getting there. Is it just a matter of, a couple of wide receivers, or is there another glaring weakness that you can look at and go, that's probably going to be the Achilles heel? I, I think they have to get a starting tackle and build some depth on the offensive line. You know, they lost Turner, or they, they cut Turner. They lost Lucas Patrick. They've got some young guys there that they like, but I wouldn't be surprised if they used the, one of those picks and maybe even moved up for a tackle. Uh, a guy they could plug and mm-hmm. play right away at right tackle, you know, just a big behemoth type guy to to help their run game, and and then just go from there. But uh, yeah, they got they got to solidify that. Um, they have to, whether it's a tight end or a wide receiver or whatever, they have to build up the wide receiver core. There's no question. But you know, you've also seen when a Rodgers plays the system and doesn't necessarily favor anybody. He still can be successful. I mean, what mm-hmm. were they seven to zero without Adams? Yeah, yep. Uh, when he didn't play, he's forced to play the system, and he's pretty good when he play when he sticks to the system. No doubt, Tom. Good stuff, man. I appreciate it, and uh, the article is uh, is a blast. We'll keep re- retweeting it. And I appreciate you coming on in the last minute. Okay. You got it. No problem. Take care, Bill. Thanks so much, Tom. There you go. Tom Silverstein of the Journal Sentinel joining us for a couple of minutes and uh, kind of explaining it. It was just a lot of uncertainty, money. Uh, again, I talked a little bit about it yesterday. It's it's not that it was anything on purpose. It was the unintentional consequence of the ripple effect of what was going on with, with, with Aaron Rodgers and the money and bringing him back and not bringing him back and what was going on that led to what was going on. Uh, with Devontae Adams, and to the point where Adams just said, "Nope, not not going to come back. Not going to do it. I want to go. Uh, want to go back out to uh, Vegas and see his guy and play for the team that he grew up rooting for." So, not one specific thing, but just a, a buildup of things, I guess. Uh, so good stuff. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. You want to hit us up? Feel free to go ahead and do so. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show still to come. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Social House H A U S. A lot of big screen TVs. The uh, new addition. 
getting ready to officially open. So if you're going to head out tonight, you want to watch the game, you want to get some good food because their kitchen is now back open. They've expanded. They continue to grow, and they're they're still kind of prepping for the new unveiling. But that place is really coming along. Check out Dan Dell and the great staff over at the Social House, Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Continue on. Glad you're with us. Hey, don't forget, coming up tomorrow night uh, from 5 to 7, we're going to have a terrific charity event benefiting special spaces. And they are a uh, a not-for-profit that builds these dream bedrooms for kids with cancer. And hopefully you can come out and join us tomorrow night. We're going to be 5 to 7, Albanese's Roadhouse. 5 to 7, Albanese's Roadhouse uh, on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield, in the Brookfield-Waukesha area, right next to Home Depot, or right next to Menards and across the street from Home Depot. Come on out 5 to 7 tomorrow night. Myself, uh, Gina Della from Pella is going to be there. We're going to be doing some celebrity bartending, but raising money and awareness for special spaces and all the great work that they do for kids with cancer. And uh, kind of throwing the picture out there tomorrow, if you will. Okay, throwing the pictures around and stuffing the picture with cash and all the tips and such uh, going to go towards special spaces. So... It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you come out, get a little food, something to drink, and uh, all the tips go towards special spaces tomorrow. And uh, also our friends at CIBM Bank, uh, based in Brookfield and Elm Grove, Wisconsin, which they do lending all over uh, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana. They're great people, great business uh, banking uh, that they do. But they're going to be there, and they are matching donations. They have stood up and said, we will match donations. So that's great. And then in addition to that, uh, uh, also Joey Albanese said he's going to be matching tomorrow. So uh, a lot of good stuff going on. And if you could join us tomorrow out at Albanese's from 5 to 7, it's going to be a fantastic time. 5 to 7, a fantastic time. So uh, please, by all means, join us tomorrow. Um, David says, I think uh, Devontae planning on leaving all along. I, I would agree with that. I, I would. That's kind of what the article alludes to is that it looked as if he was going to be leaving anyway. So I don't think it's shocking to see that uh, Devontae uh, ended up in Las Vegas. Now, people are asking, well, what leverage do the Packers have? The Packers didn't have leverage. The Raiders had the leverage. I'm sure the Packers probably asked for a couple of ones and weren't going to get it. They, I mean, look, Las Vegas knew they had to, tra- had to trade him. Devontae had to go. Because he wasn't going to play for the franchise tag. So the Packers had the choice. Pay him or cut him loose. And you couldn't pay him because you're heading into free agency. You haven't gotten all your deals done and restructures done. You would not have had money to bring back Devondre Campbell or anybody else for that matter. You'd have put all your eggs in the Devontae Adams basket. And the guy didn't want to stay. So the Packers didn't have much leverage. I think the Packers did a fantastic job. And the fact that... The Packers had a franchise tag on him versus what Tariq Hill got was because Tariq Hill's younger. He has, Tom Silverstein said, he's younger. 
He is um, also, he was under contract. You had bidders. You had both New York and Miami involved in that. So I think I think the Packers did their due diligence and did well for what it is they found. So it, it's, I, I think they did well, to be honest with you. I think they did well. 877-867-1670, You want to hit us up, feel free. Give us a shout. Uh, also, you can hit us up over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. And uh, you can also find us uh, over on the Facebook fan page and such as well. By the way, 14 days. Did you know this? From today, 14 days to the start of Major League Baseball. Can't wait. Can't wait. You're looking forward to the start of Major League Baseball. Uh, Brewers opening up on the road, taking on the Cubs. But 14 days. Didn't realize today was 14 days out. 14 days out. That's it. Uh, By the way, um, Dan Orlovsky tweeting out, and you follow him. You probably see his stuff over on ESPN. Um, Wilson and Olave, uh, he says, the wide receivers, the top three wide receivers in this draft class, he said, are unbelievable. The two from Ohio State, Wilson and Olave, he said, are Julio and a fast Keenan Allen. They're that good. Drake London is a Keyshawn Johnson type of player. The top three. Now, whether or not the Packers get one of those top three, I probably doubt it. But that's how good they believe the top three wide receivers in this draft are. Don't we do this every year, though? We do. Oh, that, that quarterback is Patrick comparison. Mahomes. And, oh, See, he's quarterbacks, brilliant. yeah, quarterbacks I don't, I don't go with. I, I don't believe uh, a damn sentence about it because you just don't know. Quarterback play, I was listening, uh, driving in to, uh, I was out and about this morning and driving back home. I was listening to the description of the kid out of Mississippi, out of Mississippi State. It's all what you hear. Athletic, big arm, and you go through that, I'm rolling my eyes. And then they say, quickest release, very smart, quickest release, you know, they call it like Rogers-esque where it's just a snap of the wrist, very quick decision-making, doesn't hesitate, you know. Those are the things. I don't care about a big arm. They talk about him being able to throw a, a 10-yard out only four yards off off the turf in, in, a, in a laser. Who cares? Doesn't matter. If you can get the ball clean into a hole that you know is going to be there before it's there, that's what I care about. Don't try to throw the ball into a hole that was already there when you started to throw because that hole is going to close quickly and you're going to end up throwing a pick. But that the quarterbacks are the ones that I hear about. The other thing that I, I, I can't stand is linemen. When they talk about this guy, because remember, Montrevious Adams was supposed to be the next, next Warren Sapp. That was what, the way he was built at the Senior Bowl. Oh, this guy's the next Warren Sapp. So when the Packers picked him, you're like, wow. This is awesome. And then he got hurt, but he never lived up to that billing. He was good. He was never great. They kept saying, oh, he's going to be the next Warren Sapp. Oh, okay, whatever. You know, great. 
Yeah, the uh, David Montgomery, the running back. Frankenstein, they called him. The feet of Saquon Barkley, the vision of Le'Veon Bell, the strength of Zeke Elliott, the athleticism of Sony Michelle. Okay. Yeah, we'll wait and see. We'll finally reach a point in society where we actually compare these players to not great players, not bad ones, but, you know, your average NFL, I like a great pass rusher. It's like, oh, yeah, he could be Lorenzo Alexander if he reaches his ceiling. It's like, no, right. he's not going to be J.J. Watt. But yeah. everyone's got every draft has to have one Brady, one Mahomes, probably a Megatron, uh, and then throw in like a Joe Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, the, you know, exactly. Uh, I, you know, and, and then every now and then you'll get a, an offensive tackle that'll be compared to Anthony Munoz. The greatest of all time. And it's like, come on. They they haven't even fended off some of the best, best pass rushers. Put him up against Bosa. If he puts Bosa on his ass in four or five straight plays, then I'll start to think maybe, maybe he'll get to that level. But until then, I, I don't want to hear it yet. I know you like Just, drinking games. The best draft yes. drinking game is every time they compare a second-round pick to a Hall of Famer, you take a shot. And it usually is around 20. Um. Yeah. Okay, uh, we we can do that. We can. Get a, it might not. It'll it'll make for a really interesting. Um, it'll make for a really interesting night of doing the first round of the draft on the air because the Brewers have a day game that day. So my assumption is is that we're going to be on the air doing a draft show that night. But yeah. Yep. I yeah we could be hammered by the end of the night. I look forward to that. Be kind of fun. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Don't forget, if you're going to be out tonight, you're going to go down and maybe watch some of the games tonight or over the weekend, catch some entertainment, live music, good cigar. The Nice Ash, downtown Waukesha. TheNiceAsh.com. TheNiceAsh.com. 323 West Main Street. Stop in, tell Joette and her staff we say hello if we don't see you down there. But 323 West Main Street coming up this weekend nice ash and they've got music in the house all the tvs will be on the uh, tournament games maybe a little uh, daytime brewers baseball who knows but check it out downtown waukesha great cigar bar hookah bar great place to go the nice ash.com more of the bill michael show next covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network Yeah, we would. Good to have you back. Bill Michaels show. We continue on. Uh, I had uh, Mark. I'm just kind of reading an email here. And Mark said that uh, they stopped out the Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. The pig porkers, everything you said it was. I Here's the thing. I've never had it. I've seen it. Big old sandwich. But I've never had it. I got to be honest. I get the buffalo chicken wrap every time I go there. But I'm glad you went. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So thanks for uh, – I love hearing from people that go places that we recommend and what have you, and and it's always good to hear. So uh, thanks for stopping out the Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill uh, out there on Pewaukee Lake. They're, they're good people. So I had a Ryan and them, uh, his staff. They're such good, good, nice people, and they do so much, whether it's ticket raffles, meat raffles, uh, charity events, uh, or just a great place to go. Good place to watch a game. And if you want to go into some place that's kind of got that Wisconsin cabin vibe, that's it. That's, that's a cool place, cool place to go. Check out Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill on Pewaukee Lake. Uh, Peter writes, uh, so now what for Aaron Rodgers? He loses his guy. 
Will he be able to develop a relationship with anybody else other than Randall Cobb prior to the season? We all know that it's all about earning trust. Now what? Peter, that's, you know, we've talked about that. It, it's it's a great question. I, I don't know how at this point in time now you go about bringing in, you would assume anyway, whether it's a rookie or a veteran, it doesn't matter. I think at this point you have to just say, look, you got two years, two years and a lot of games. The first few are probably going to be filling each other out. After that, you got to get on the same page. You got to be able to throw to the open man. And uh, here's the other thing to think about when it comes to when it comes to this. Um, I, and I said this the other day when it comes to the draft. When you start to look at the NFL draft, okay, if you're the Packers, remember last year when the Buccaneers? I think it was two years ago, two years or last year, one of the two. Uh, but the Buccaneers basically sat down with Tom Brady and gave him film and said, here's some offensive guys, specifically wide receivers and such, that we want you to take a look at. And Brady, as Brady does, sat down and studied these guys and came back with his, they said it was a pretty good report. Now, I don't know if it was a written report or if it was something he typed up. I, I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. But they looked at it and then they compared notes and they publicly said that Tom came the, the majority of what he said was exactly what their scouts had stated. So they were on the same page. So now think of this, think of this for a second. If say you take all the film, all the film of Drake London and Olave and all these top wide receivers, say the top 20 receivers you have that you're looking at, or considering, or just the top 20 that are in the draft, okay? Take a look at them. And give all of that tape to Aaron Rodgers. And Rodgers says, here's my list. The top 10. You know, there's Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. He's probably going to go top 10. I don't think we can get him, okay? But Olave, you might be able to come up with that cat, Right? You, 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 as much as you would like the kid coming out of, uh, out of, uh, um, Alabama with the torn ACL, he's got a torn ACL. You, he's not going to benefit you this season. But Olave, he can come in and play, right? He can come in and play. So let's say Rogers says, yeah, I really like this Olave kid. And you go out and get him. Rogers has a vested interest now to make it work with him. You don't say, yeah, I really like this guy. And then they choose him, and you don't throw the ball to him. You don't work with him. You keep telling people, I don't trust him. Well, you're the, you're the one that wanted this guy. No, see, it doesn't work that way. What you would assume he would do would be to, to really do anything and everything he can to bring this guy into his under his wing and say, here you go. And get that taken care of. You know, get him to buy in. So it's not necessarily about earning trust. It's about then getting the getting the quarterback to accelerate the process and do it because he wants his vested interest, his word, as he stated time and again, to be heard, trusted, and to make it work. I think I I mean to me, I, I think it's a no brainer. I think it's a no-brainer. 
By the way, uh, the finalized deal with Robert Tanyan, uh, they re-signed Tanyan to a one-year $3.75 million deal. It's worth up to $5.5 million uh, with playing time, Pro Bowl incentives. He gets a million-dollar signing bonus, a whopping one point five one five is tied to a per-game active roster bonus and an earn-it deal coming off of a torn ACL. So it's not a bad deal for, for Tanyan. It's not a bad deal for the Packers. And it gives them a, a little flexibility. You know, you keep – I just keep waiting to see what's going to come of the next deal with Jair when that actually comes down the pipe. Because that's going to be the one that's going to – between that and maybe Lowry kicking a little can down the road money-wise and Jair's deal, that's going to free up – that'll free up uh, at least – I don't think it's going to free up more than $10 million. I think it frees up maybe seven, eight if they need to. So I, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to. That's what I'm looking forward to. Um. Randy says, Devontae, planning on leaving all along, don't you think so? He doesn't suggest uh, that he was ruling ruling out the Packers, but certainly he did not like them uh, dragging their feet. Uh, Hard not to accept that, if anything, all along. Seriously, he started after Rodgers' contract as the writing was already on the wall as to where his priority was. Uh, Once Las Vegas became a possibility, in my opinion, I think that was it. Uh, he wanted it regardless of what the Packers offered. I agree. I I, I agree. I, th- I Look, again, listening to what Tom had to say, listening to what Devontae had to say, going back now to some of the things that he had to say, you get the sense that he, again, I keep telling you this, and, and you and I keep coming back to it, and we both know it. Anytime a player says he doesn't feel, quote, respected it's usually over money and contract the timing of it why aren't they coming to me why aren't they talking to me they don't want me i don't want to be here because they don't want me this guy's got his money this guy's got his money this guy got his money why aren't they coming to me i'm not being respected when in essence there's a lot of things flying around now part of the problem is you got your people your agents and stuff telling you this they're not talking to us. They're not calling us. I've tried to talk to them. So, okay, you can, uh, on the inside, you can, like a like a tornado, you can have a lot of swirling going on, you know? A lot of information, a lot of things flying at you. You know, it, it creates, I've always said there are times you get caught in the tornado and you need to step outside of it. You can see it, you can feel it, but you need to step outside of the high winds when things get really heated. You just need to. You know, um, so I, I think that's the way people look at some of this stuff. And I think when you're in it and he gets upset and then he was getting ready to leave. And, you know, so I I think by the time everything really started to come down, he had just said, you know what? I'm really the more I think about it, I'm really liking the thought of the Raiders. I'm liking the thought of Vegas. Derek Carr, he's my buddy. I'm, I'm, you know, as much as Aaron Rodgers has Randall Cobb, my buddy's Derek Carr. So I want to go see my buddy, you know, that type of thing. So I think that's what ultimately kind of came of it. I don't think it's he's hating on the Green Bay Packers. 
I think he loved his time here. I just think he wanted to get his situation, his family, stable. And they weren't dealing with him fast enough or giving him enough of what he wanted. So, therefore, he said, you know what? I just need to go where I'm wanted. I need to go where I'm going to be comfortable. I need to go where I'm going to be happy. I'm going to get paid at either place. Let me go where I want to be happy. And that's what they did. And then, in addition to that, they got a one and a two. I'll take that every damn day of the week. By all means. Um, 877-867-1670. Let's hit us up if you want to give us a shout. A couple other places, our friends uh, Jeff and Alicia and the gang at Stoley's Hog Alley and Stoles 0109. Stoles 0109, great place in the summertime, but in the wintertime, like if you're heading out in the Watertown area this weekend or tonight even, get out there, get some really good food, and get yourself a seat, watch some of the games. Enjoy yourself. Music this weekend, too. Say hi to Alicia. She runs uh, 0109. Jeff and the gang over there at Stoley's Hog Alley right there in Summit. In Oconomowoc, great places, both of them. And the renovation on uh, on Stoley's Hog Alley is going to be fantastic by the time it's all said and done. Can't wait for that this summer either. Stay tuned. Final segment, Bill Michael Show, coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, there's a terrific company in Wisconsin, which we talk about all the time, called Wabam, W-A-B-A-M, Wabam. Whether it's cleaning supplies, what have you, they've got it all, and uh, they are now being sold at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. So if you're out in Oconomowoc and you want to stop in and get some cleaning products for the motorcycle as you're getting it ready for the riding season, go to get Wabam, W-A-B-A-M. Out of Wisconsin, Harley-Davidson. You can try it there first, and then if you really like a lot of their products, go to GetWabam.com. That is GetWabam.com. Again, GetWabam.com. Good stuff uh, from our friends at Wabam. There you have it. Um, This is from uh, Tony. Tony says, uh, hey, Bill, love the program. Uh, What are your thoughts on Devontae and the number of catches he gets with Derek Carr. Since they have a great relationship, do you think he stays the same as productivity goes or gets worse? Uh, Tony, appreciate the email. Um, I I got to think, now this is just my opinion, but I got to think it gets worse. And not because he doesn't have a great relationship with, with Derek Carr, but I got to think Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers, right? Derek Carr is not going to be able to throw it into the tight window that Aaron Rodgers does. He's not going to have the, the the exact same anticipatory ability. He just he's he's not that guy. So I I don't I don't see him putting up the same numbers that uh, that he put up when he was with Aaron Rodgers. That's just my opinion. I, you know, maybe he proves me wrong. I don't know. Maybe he proves me wrong. Uh, hey, unit, I saw over on Twitter, Woodruff goes today, Woodruff to the Hill today, and I was reading uh, Sophia Minich's uh, tweet a little while ago. And uh, also you're going to see Josh Hader today. So you're going to see some of the A-listers take to the Hill. Excited about that. Excited about that. Um... What else do we have here? 
Uh, Barry Jackson, by the way, tweeting out, uh, and Barry Jackson, uh, he, he works with the Miami Herald. He says that uh, several teams have shown interest in Devontae Parker, who right now is under contract. The Eagles reportedly among them, unclear whether the Dolphins, what they're going to do with him, but it would be potentially uh, a number three, uh, number three draft, uh, third round draft choice. But Devontae Parker, another one. That's there. It's going to be interesting in Miami because Miami, there's a lot of pressure now on Tua. And here's the reason why. Because they went out and they got Tariq Hill. Okay? They have uh, Jalen Waddell. They have Devontae Parker. And Devontae Parker was a first-round draft choice, don't forget. They have Cedric Wilson. They... They they feel they they picked up Teron Armstead at left tackle to protect Tua. Tua is now the man. So they 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 between Raheem Mostert, who remember we remember that name when he lit up the Green Bay Packers a few years back for San Francisco, and Chase Edmonds, they feel like look they've got at least a decent run game behind him. They're trying to shore up the offensive line. They they have Tariq Hill, Jalen and Waddle solid. They've got uh, Jacecki, uh, who was a second-round draft choice, goes back I don't know how many years, but he uh, he's their tight end. They they feel that they finally have an offense that can at least, at the very least, compete. At the very least, compete in what is what is, in all honesty, a very competitive um, AFC East. Buffalo is the cream of the crop. We all know that. Mac Jones had a really good second half of the season in New England. The Jets are at least trying to be something other than a doormat, although I still think they're going to end up last in the division. And Miami's trying to find their place in all of this. They believe that this is their prove-it year for Tua. So, you know, whether or not they get rid of Devontae Parker for some, for another three or what have you, we'll have to wait and see. But it would be interesting if uh, if maybe the Packers would get in on They said several teams, including the Eagles. Several teams. So we'll see if it actually you know, turns into anything. But you would rather give up a three for a guy that's at least a decent wide receiver and a former first-round draft choice rather than try to find uh, Tyler Lockett or somebody like that uh, and then find a guy that is, at that point, a first-round draft choice type of guy where you can still be able to maybe move up and get another top-notch wide receiver. From what I've seen, that is day three. Pick also. Oh, day three pick. Yeah, it would not be hard to acquire. Oh, okay. Day three. Yeah, you could do that in a heartbeat. So we'll see if that happens. So wait. Uh, a reminder coming up tomorrow, five to seven. Please put it on your calendar if you can make it and come out and join us. We got a tremendous uh, tr- charity event coming up. Coming coming up tomorrow, five to seven. We are going to be at Albanese's Roadhouse. We're going to be hanging out there from 5 to 7. Myself, Gina Della from Pella, we're going to be behind the bar. We're going to be bartending. All of our tips go towards special spaces. And so if we can raise 500 to to $1,000, our tips are going to be matched. And CIBM Bank, uh, a bank in Brookfield and Elm Grove, but they do lending to commercial and small business you know, owners and big business, for that matter, all over the state of Wisconsin, Illinois, and Indiana. So if you're within the sound of my voice in that area, all you got to do is get a hold of them. Go to cibmbank.com. But uh, they're going to match donations and tips 
Joey is going to match. Joey Albanese is going to match donations and chip tips. We're going to live stream it, but we can't do it without you. Please, if you can come out and join us, come out and join us. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you got going on. Doesn't matter if you like sports or you don't like sports or whatever. Just come on out and enjoy yourself for a great cause, which is special spaces. And they build these custom bedrooms, these theme bedrooms for kids, kids with cancer. So please come out and help us coming up tomorrow night. All right, that's going to do it. Another one in the books. We got a lot of good stuff coming up tonight. Oh, yeah. College basketball is back. Brewers baseball during the day. Oh, can't wait. Bucks basketball tonight. You got the scrum going on for the first 10,000 getting rings tonight. The replica rings. Oh, what a night it's going to be. Time for us to go. Have a going. Yep. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.